Initialize sequence. Hello, everybody. This is Jordan Chibel of Fear Factory. I was from Devil Driver and Cold Chamber. And Jerry Only, the great. Jared from Head PE. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor from the band on there. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Switch and Gaze. This is Dino Cazares from the group Fear Factory. This is Max Cavalera. Cavalera Conspiracy. Stay underground. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Jumping into a very special edition of the Underground, it is Ned joined by thrash metal legend and vocalist of the infamous Testament, Chuck Billy. Chuck, what's happening? What's it happening, dude? Man, thanks for having me on. No worries at all. Super excited that you're heading back out here in March for download. How excited are you guys to be getting back down under? Very. I mean, you know, when we played Downwave in 2014, finally for the first time, we were so pumped that, you know, now we get to come back and play down our uh, Soundwave again, and all of a sudden there was no more. So we were kind of sad, like, oh, shit, now we're going to bring it back to Australia. And then the download appeared, and then we said, okay, we need to get on that. And it took a few years, but finally the promoter decided to bring us over. So we're so looking forward to it, because we, we always have a great time when we're in Australia. We've got friends there, and it's just good times, good people. It's one of those festivals that once we told the band, we're going to Australia, everybody's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Oh, that's what you like to hear. Yeah, I actually caught you back in 2014. Very much excited to get you back out here. And you touched on being here before. What are your sort of fondest memories from out here, Chuck? Well, I have a lot. I mean, the first time we went out there, a local promoter brought us there for some local shows. And he kept bringing us there for a bunch of years because we couldn't get on Soundwave. And he passed away since then, but I really admired him because he was a true fan and really believed in the band and metal and, and made us get there, which that to me was, was great. You know, his name was Mark Wilkinson, and he, he, I really was grateful that he took the chance on us and got us there. But by him bringing us there, he introduced us to a lot of friends and people that, you know, we met over the years and see when we returned. Oh, yeah, that is awesome right there, and it's great that you've sort of, you know, you keep coming back out here. Australia would be in your sort of culture now you've been out here that many times, and I wanted to know, have you sort of, do you have anything that you have to do when you get out here? Well, a little everything. I mean, I like to go to the beach. You have some most beautiful beaches there. Last time I came there with my friends, we went to Bondi for a week, so that was awesome. And we had a great time, and, you know, do the touristy thing. We were down in Sydney, go down to the harbor and, you know, ride boats in the bay, and... You know, and we're up in the Gold Coast. There's some beautiful beaches and ocean up there as well. So I love the ocean. I love water. So when we go there, we're just, it's everywhere. And it's just such, such a good feeling. Oh, that's awesome. And have you been out here enough times to have picked up on a good Aussie accent, Chuck? <laughs> not really. <laughs> I was going to put you on the spot and ask, can you hit us with an Aussie accent, but you're not going to take that one on? I'm not going to take that one on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, man, changing things up, loving the new track, Night of the Witch. It has me extra excited for this new album, Titans of the Creation, which is out April 3rd. What can you tell us about this one? Well, I'd have to say it's, we're very proud of it, first of all, but the writing process was much easier on this one than the last record, and I think everybody's involvement was a little more involved in this record. Alex had a, a few more songs he wrote on this record, and... Gene was in on when Eric was working on the riffs. So I think a little more of this record, everybody got involved. But I believe by doing that, the 
songs are really strong. They all have their own identity. And, you know, if, if you heard Tesla Records, you know none of them really sound the same. They all kind of have their own identity and feeling. And this one does especially again, but I think, I don't know why, maybe it's because it's new and fresh, that it feels like this might be some of our best work we've done. Oh yeah, that has me extra excited hearing that there, and I guess it's coming out just after you're in Australia, but do you think we can expect to hear a bit of that new music while you're out here for download? Yeah, we'll probably be playing three new songs by the time we get there. Oh yes indeed, that is awesome right there, cannot wait. Now you've been on the scene for a minute, Chuck, I wanted to know, what are your sort of thoughts on the digital age? Do you miss the old street days, or you know, are you cool with the direction that the music world's going in? I totally miss it, especially us in America, because physical record sales have went down dramatically in America because there's no more record stores. Like mm. Best Buy was the only big market for music, and last year they stopped selling music. So a lot of America, a lot of bands in the U.S. selling records probably got hit by a 30% decrease in sales it just went nowhere because there's no more shelf space in any of the stores for music so it's tending to make everybody got by digitally and, and i think people maybe some people are maybe conscious that they don't want to buy the plastic cds and when they're just going to take the cd and download it in their ipod or computer or whatever yeah so it's almost like what's the point let's just download music and fortunately like in america they had the music modernization act last year signed by Congress, which is going to start paying artists from 1972 forward a better fair rate because that act hasn't been addressed since 1972. And back in 1972, we didn't have CDs, we didn't have digital, we didn't have any of that stuff yet. So all the bands and contracts back then, there's a lot of bands that just haven't gotten paid, even though now they have CDs because they went ahead and made their LPs into CDs. So the contracts are kind of unfair because bands aren't getting the right amount of money that they deserve. So by this act being signed now by Congress, we're going to start seeing a fair royalty for digital sales, which is awesome. It's been long overdue. Yeah, that's good to hear. Good to hear that it's sort of finally going in the right direction. And I think many people are with you on that side of things. Yeah. I mean, it's great for bands because, you know, when Spotify first started hitting the market, a lot of bands didn't want to work with Spotify because you have to get so many streams and downloads to make a penny, you know, and you weren't getting your fair share of what you're supposed to get. But Spotify is making millions, you know, off of our music. They have a whole company making a lot of money off of artists, and I didn't think that's fair, you know. No, it doesn't really make much sense. Well, we, we didn't give Spotify our, our records for a long time until I think last year the record companies just said, hey, you might as well do it. Everybody's doing it and it's starting to go to the digital age. So, you know, we should, you guys should think about it. We did. So we finally came in and said, yeah, all right, we'll do it. Yeah. The only thing about it is it's good for fans to access the music easily, I guess, but it definitely does suck out for royalties and such like that. Yeah, and a lot of bands, you know, I mean, a lot, a lot of fans, actually, you know, like they'll hear a single, they'll just download the single, and that's been, they'll not even buy the record, you know, it all depends what they're exposed to, or they might give a sample of the record, oh, I only like this one. It almost makes bands these days want to just write singles <laughs> and, and stop making records. Let's just start making singles, and that way, all year long, we got new music coming out all year, <laughs> all the time. That's not far away from happening, you know?
Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I've been talking to a few buddies of mine like that, saying that maybe albums will be a thing of the past soon because that's really like what you just said. They're just bands are just dropping singles now rather than the full lengths. Well, if you see like bands like Nirvana back when they were touring, they were very smart and ahead of their thinking back then because every time Nirvana went on tour, they would release a single. It'd be a, a new LP, two new songs would come out, then they'd plan a tour. So every time they would go on tour, you always got to hear new music. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty much like the like where it's going now in the digital world. Well, you'll start getting singles, you know. Yeah, it's a very good point right there, man. And I guess I'll change things up here before I run out of time. But I wanted to know, Chuck, what would you be doing if you weren't involved in music? You've done it most of your life. What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't doing music as a career? Well, I wanted to be an athlete play football or, or something like that. Awesome. Played a lot of soccer as a kid, but decided the music. My interest when I was 7th, 8th, ninth grade, I wanted to be a mechanical, a technical drawing, you know, designed houses and buildings and like architecture. Wow. That, that was kind of my goal and passion. That's crazy. Have you ever sort of done any of that in your spare time, if you have any or anything like that, or is it just something that's well, sort I, of... Well, I still do now. I, I design all the st- stages and the set designs and all that stuff now. Oh, that's amazing. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really cool, man. And right before we go, can I grab a recommendation for you? Something that you've been listening to lately or a movie that you've checked out or a book you've read or something like that? Uh, not off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that's that's all good, man. It has been a, a very interesting chat anyway. A lot of these things I didn't know, but this brand new album is called Titans of Creation, and it's out through Nuclear Blast Records April the 3rd, and be sure to catch Testament live in Australia this March at Download Festival, playing March 20th at the Melbourne Showgrounds and the 21st in Sydney at Parramatta Park. And you guys also have a side show in Brisbane at the Triffid on the 22nd. You can pick your tickets up for those ones through downloadfestival.com. Chuck, thanks so much for taking some time out. Really appreciate it, man. Right on. Thanks for having me. We'll see you when we get over there. How? What? It's the underground.